the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch on the porch back at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And we encourage you to come on by today and uh, visit with us, ask your gardening question in person, or just enjoy doing some shopping here today. Uh, it's a pretty day out here. It's overcast, so it's nice and cool. Uh, and uh, we're staring out at a bunch of pretty stuff, uh, from geraniums to uh, the bougainvilleas, the vitex, lots of colors out there. So uh, come on by and visit with us. And uh, thanks to everybody at the Festival of Flowers that treated us so nicely. We had a nice time out there, uh, too. And uh, Jerry, Calvin, and Mark did the first uh, uh, presentation sponsored lively by Miller. It was lively. I heard lots of people say how lively it was. Did you really? No, oh, they couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> But uh, actually, it was lively enough that you guys didn't get to finish all your topics. So that's good. But that, that Peterson never would ask me about the lawns. Yeah. I don't I th- know. I think he has a little problem with the lawns. Are you go- aren't you going to listen to the microphone, uh, the earphones? Oh, he doesn't need to. We, we have to give him a little His hearing is that list. Good. Yeah. yeah. You give me a little list, too, so I can remember yeah, all my equipment. Remember your headphones, yeah. But we had a nice day, and how uh, did everything go with the sales, since you all were a vendor as well as a uh, everything, speaker? Everything went well. It seemed like uh, Rob brought the right stuff. Good. Here, we can just toss that. Do you want to throw that away? Here, give me that. Is that yours? No, I don't know whose that is. Oh. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Did you, uh, you came up from the back, just like I did. Did you see all those... Uh, uh, but a tropical butterfly. Uh, yeah, all the different uh, weeds. Yeah, the co- a couple of color, different color versions. Um, there are the orange, the red and kind of orange that we're used to, and then there's some of the ye- yellow yeah, ones too. Yeah, solid yellow. Yeah, I kept looking to see if there were some tuberosa, but I didn't see any tuberosa. No. All uh, tropical, lots of them. And then, uh, who was it? Uh, oh, somebody was mentioning, oh, Mary, I guess it was, uh, mentioning that uh, she's amazed that there's still some porterweed there, especially right. the dwarf red. Right. It's been, last year, there would have been uh, a uh, riot that we would have had to <laughs> hold everybody back. But they look nice, and they'll get looking even better. I don't know when the purple, the large purple might al- arrive, but... 
Uh, latch on to that dwarf red if you can. That's a that's an attractive one, and the hummingbirds and uh, and the butterflies love it. Oh yeah. You said yours didn't come back. The oh, no, yeah. The it's a it's a tropical plant, and it doesn't seem to uh, overwinter. Yeah, I, I last year I had a couple of the purples come back, but it's um, but they're so slow, you know, they were yeah just barely hanging on, and obviously had freeze injuries. So you'd get a f- few stems. Never had a was always easier and more spectacular to get a plant from yeah. the nursery. Yeah. And these are already full, uh, really blooming a lot. Oh, yeah, they look good. Most of the time, porterweed has a just one bloom at each each uh, each section. But I, I'm looking at those, and they look like they got multiple blooms at each uh, node or whatever you want to call it, where they where they bloom. So uh, not only are they red, but uh, they seem to be better bloomers than some of the others are. Yeah, and they're much much more disciplined. Yeah. I remember that coral that we had last year that uh, had blooms when it showed up at the nursery, but then the you didn't see blooms again until the fall. Yeah. But, man, that thing grew big. <laughs> and when it did bloom, it was uh, pretty spectacular for a few weeks. But the red... The red is uh, the dwarf red is really proven. Blooms uh, all the time. Looks good, nice, uh, nice shape, and maintains the shape. Uh, Kevin's in yesterday's paper. We didn't get to talk about it much yesterday. Talk about uh, the monarchs and uh, how they seem to be making a comeback, and how you can encourage them to make a comeback. Uh, or to make a uh, for all butterflies, and uh, he gi- he gives uh, several things that you can do to uh, provide uh, more butterfly, have more butterflies, and uh, that's in his column yesterday's paper, uh, section C under gardening, and. Uh, he, he talks about uh, you could you could eliminate insecticide use, but that is tough to do if you have a large garden, and it is not it is necessary not necessary. Yeah, uh, you do you do have to give some attention to it, and you have you know some obvious things rather than general. Indiscriminate sprays. You target what you're trying to control. Yeah, know, yeah. know what it is and uh, what it will take to get it under control. We we talked about the uh, cabbage loopers. Yeah, and they, if you uh, control them, you know, if you spray DT on uh, on actually the foliage, right. you're really not threatening much. You know, other than the cabbage loopers. No, because you never see. Uh a uh, monarch uh, caterpillar on a tomato plant. You always see that hornworm. Yeah. Tomato hornworm. And uh, I, I was talk- we were talking about yesterday, if you just spray the the target plants, uh, uh, like uh, on cabbage, uh, when BT first came on the market, uh, we were having a 
commercial where people were having a terrible time with uh, the diamondback moth uh, or cabbage worm. And uh, the only thing that would control it was uh, organic uh, BT because it uh, it works it's a natural killer of uh, larvae larvae but people say well I can't spray that because uh, of the monarchs well that's not necessarily true because you don't see uh, 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 larvae of monarchs on cabbage and you could actually spray the butterfly with BT and yeah yeah not hurt it a bit right uh, but if, you know, but you don't want to get, you don't want to spray the nectar plants uh, uh, or the or the plant, especially the plants that the monarch caterpillars would be eating, and that that's the uh, milkweeds. Well, monarch, I don't think monarch butterfly cat um, larvae, monarch uh, butterfly larvae, would get on any vegetable, right? No, yeah, they don't, they don't. They just not. Now we had we had that colorful uh, dill, you know that caterpillar that gets on dill. Yeah, butter uh, black, the black swallowtail. Yeah. Now, if we had that, uh, at uh, uh, what was that one called? Salt marsh moth. <laughs> that it was it looked like it was going to sweep through the nursery here, <laughs> and it was eating everything in the way, you know. Milkweed, whatever got in the way, it was uh, didn't hesitate to eat. Now that's that's a different story if you're uh, trying to protect them. But they don't they don't seem to need much protection. They, they're yeah. pretty. I don't sad. I don't think uh, BT works well on dill. No, I wouldn't. Or think. asparagus or any anything that got that uh, finely cut leaf. Uh, but uh, that that. That uh, di- that uh, caterpillar that that colorful caterpillar that gets on dill. Uh, now, yeah, dill is easy. Usually, it's a small, controlled plant. It's relatively easy to pick all the you're right the uh, black swallowtail caterpillars off, or or all but maybe you leave one or two on, yeah. on any specified plant. You yeah. can see those really. Yeah, too. yeah, they're not they're not hiding <laughs> now. Dill is such a vigorous grower, you can let them have yeah. half of it, and you still got plenty. They'll eat parsley too and fennel. Yeah. I always, yeah. I always think of the, you know, you think of those black swallowtail uh, caterpillars, obvious, really easy to see, and then you think of those great big tomato hornworms. Where mm-hmm. uh, the, there's been several times when I've had them and I've looked, and I swore they weren't, you know, <laughs> there weren't any there, and then. Accidentally, you, from a different angle, you, you yeah. notice them yeah. finally. Uh, that's that's probably the most uh, commonly sought after uh, larvae, uh, insect larvae, butterfly larvae. I think that's a, that's a moth too. I think that's a moth. Yeah. But a mm. uh, hornworm. Yeah. Now, now we uh, another one that we kind of have a protected status for usually is the giant swallowtail on the citrus. Right. And usually there's not more than a couple on there, and and you can, can they're relatively easy to find. Just look for the uh, bird doo-doo yeah. caterpillars yeah. And, <laughs> and just leave at, le- at least leave a few there to develop. We got a question in on plant answers. 
uh, from somebody said, uh, hello, I have a lemon tree, I've, and recently I've seen some of its leaves look like they have been chewed or have small holes in them. What could this be, and what could I safely use on the leaves? Thank you. Uh, Forrest didn't know. Uh, <laughs> Forrest uh, told uh, Forrest after the one that uh, answered all these questions wrote her back that uh, that she she needed to do some investigation to see exactly what was doing the eating. Uh, he said, uh, if you cannot find them in the daylight, wait until well after dark, and with a good flashlight, go out and inspect the plant at that time. In other words, look on the top and the, under the leaves, also the surface of the soil. It could be snails, slugs, caterpillars, or other bugs. If you can determine what's causing the damage, then we can recommend the control. If it's, um, what about, um, I'm thinking, uh, uh, if you want to, if you want to do it the safe way, uh, spray the whole plant, um, or especially where they're doing the damage, with a spinosad containing, uh, insecticide. And uh, I, th I think spinosad has some um, uh, control over over insect larvae. I just think, I guess, I guess there's times when they, when a uh, citrus tree, a lemon, or something is threatened, but I just don't, I don't remember. Usually, if there is some kind of uh, feeding. <laughs> caterpillar or something you usually can find it on yeah on the citrus it's not uh it's not one day it looks good and the next day everything is right is gone but uh but i i bet you uh this is on new growth see there we we got this uh recently well yesterday and um uh i imagine because the citrus is uh flushed new growth or grown new growth in the spring, uh, a lot of uh, insects that uh, would normally feed on citrus uh, is probably yeah, enjoying that uh, new foliage, which uh, the, so the problem will go away once the foliage gets a little tougher. Hey, we got Richard on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? How you doing, folks? Good. What's going on? We bought a lavender in a one-gallon pot yesterday at the Festival of Flowers, and I'm wondering what is the proper size container to put that in so it'll do well. You brought a what? Lavender. A lavender? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what size pot should he? Oh, what what did he get it in? I mean, <laughs> yeah. What size pot is it in? It's in a one, one gallon, gallon or? plastic. One gallon plastic pot. Uh, five five or larger should. 
I would I would possibly keep it in the smaller the the pot it came in, and that way after it dies in no. a few weeks, you'll be able to just discard it uh, rather easily. He's a little cynical about uh, that. <laughs> lavender. I, I don't. Yeah, you don't. Jerry's teasing, but uh, <laughs> I don't. Let's see. We've seen them. We've seen them planted in whiskey, half whiskey barrels, and they, you know, you can get a couple of plants in there, or or one will fill it up eventually. It's got to have extremely good bird well, drainage. Yeah, but even a five gallon does does a decent job of uh, supporting that plant. I think. Yeah, five gallon. Look, the they look nice. The wrong plant for, for our climate. Yeah. Well, yeah, five gallon plastic is, but if you uh, five gallon clay is pretty uh, attractive. He, yeah. he said, "Did he choose the wrong plant for this climate?" Yes. All right, well, John, let it last long. Not to be disappointed. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's the climate. The soil, of course, is the yeah. Tough. The lavenders had a. Tough time getting started. Uh, they've tried some in the hill country mm-hmm. uh, with success, and in fact, they even have a lavender lavender fest. festival up there, at which we've sent uh, ambassadors up there several years to get a picture of the of the lavender field, the fields of lavender, mm-hmm. and uh, they come back with pictures of the lavender plant that they're selling but no no fields of lavender all right so, i'll call uh, you in about a month let you know how it did cool hey, yeah, there yeah you go. calls richard thanks man all right marty's on the line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 hey there marty welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today all right thank you guys for taking my call i appreciate it Sure, what's going on? Yes, I have a question uh, regarding uh, yesterday at the Festival of Flowers. Uh, you guys mentioned that uh, y'all were selling the improved uh, Meyer lemon tree. Right. And, uh, and I was wondering uh, it, it, what makes that uh, better than the traditional Improved? Meyer lemon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant uh, how soon, how how. How much? Uh, when did you get the just regular Meyer lemon? Okay, I haven't gotten it. I'm, I'm, I'm debating because I want to see first of all if it is available. Oh, the regular Meyer. Uh, no, no, the, the improved one. Yeah, uh, the, it's improved because of uh, it's. Uh, it was selected for its uh, virus resistance and. Uh, Okay. Uh, it it has some uh, advantages over the old mire, which okay. uh, they which uh, was contaminated uh, by different viruses and uh, different problems. Uh, okay. The all the all the uh, mire lemons that are being sold on the market now are the improved mire lemon. Oh okay, okay. So, so, so then, uh, they, they may not yeah. have improved by them, but they're they're improved. 
Okay, will those be available at Millburgers? Uh, I don't. Do we have Meyer lemon here? I, I guess so. Yeah, last time we checked, we did. We'll look at. We'll look again when we yeah, we'll next take, commercial, next okay. break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one other. But uh, uh, yeah, still, uh, uh, we got a very large selection of uh, citrus here. Nice, nice looking plants. And then David Rodriguez will be here on the eighth, and he'll be talking about growing citrus. So he can right. he can probably give you some more info on it. What else did you get, Marty? Yesterday. Yeah, I, have, I, have, I have one other question regarding that. Uh, I understand uh, the improved uh, Meyer lemon is available in the dwarf variety. Is that correct? No, I, I don't. I haven't heard of a dwarf improved Meyer lemon. No, uh, lemon lemon is a little bit normally is a little bit shorter than uh, a little bit taller than I mean a mature tree uh, because uh-huh. ours get frozen down quite a bit here. Yeah, so well, I think almost everybody that's been successful with them is growing them in a half whiskey barrel, and they're what Jerry three and a half feet tall above yeah. and around, and they're amazingly productive, though. Yeah, okay. Okay. the the lemon yeah. the lemon has taken for the last few years uh, it has surprised me at how much cold temperatures it can take. Yeah, and yeah, that's that was- not the lime; that's the lemon. The lemon. Okay, so it'll tolerate, you think, the freeze levels that uh, are here well, in San Antonio? Yeah. Don't overstate it, but <laughs> they're, they're uh, next to the limes. They're the most sensitive. They, if, you, if you do like I did, you kind of concentrate on protecting the, the limes, yeah. and you don't, don't do a good job with the lemons. You for sure get them defoliated, but quite often okay. they can, they'll come back. It just, okay. You just lose out on a... Uh, production year. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah, so so, so it's improved in that it's uh, less virus resistant, correct? You're right. It's, it, it is improved. Okay. And uh, the, the, the story on citrus now is that uh, all, all citrus that's sold in Texas has to be grown in Texas. And oh, okay. uh, uh, above that, uh, on top of that, um, all the wood uh, of citrus that are propagated in Texas uh, have to be certified virus-free. Okay. So they get all the wood from the citrus uh, uh, center in in, uh, in in Westlaco, I think it's in Westlaco. Right, it's close to Westlaco, Texas, down in the valley. Right. And so and so, they do not uh, have wood of the regular of the old when fashioned. Jerry, yeah, when Jerry's uh, saying wood, he's talking about the branches. Bud that, wood, yeah. Yeah, branches right. that are used to start new plants. Right. All righty. Yeah. I was just I was just curious about that adjective uh, improved, and so you, you, you yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I appreciate. It. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks you Marty. For calling. Glad you got no. something. Okay. All right, we got to take right. a break. While we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Right after the break, Rocky's up. After this, on nine thirty a.m., the answer. Hi. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. June 8th is going to be a busy day at Millburgers. Besides having the Top Tomato Contest, Millburgers is doing their quarterly blood drive. And we want to thank everybody that came out last time for Millburgers Blood Drive. You made it the most successful one ever. And guess what? We're counting on you to do it again. It's just as easy as going to Millburgers anytime between 10 and 1.30 and donating blood on June 8th. That's Saturday, June 8th for your donations. In fact, Millburgers is doubling the incentive. So when you come and give blood to Millburgers on June 8th, that's right, you're going to get a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process. And of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts too. David Rodriguez will also be on hand that day to teach a great class on growing citrus in your yard. Whether it's a patio citrus or in your yard, David will give you all the information you need to know. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. In this time where we San Antonians are called to vote, who better to help remind us why it's so important than our local pastors? This is Pastor Chad from Ignite Community Church. I want to encourage you to go out and vote. Our society today is in a lot of trouble, depression, frustration, suicide, all kinds of things. And we can learn and grow every single day to get better. But we have got to be able to take our voice to the voting booth. We've got to vote. And I know many times you think it might not make a difference, but your vote might cancel out a vote that is not in the same line of what you are thinking. So I want to encourage you to go out, to be able to learn more about our candidates, the issues. This is our life. This is our chance to make a stand for our city and for our nation. Go out and vote. Thank you for your time. Hit the polls. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. What a great reminder to get up, get out, and go vote. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of PAC Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at PAC's Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PAXFinancialGroup.com. PAX Financial Group, investing in your life. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Before we get to Marty, I want to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control. If you're looking to get rid of those bugs, if you're not satisfied with the person that's helping you now, and Spider-Man gets a lot of those calls because, uh, well, sometimes the uh, people that you have hired don't uh, do as thorough a job, meaning they don't. Like what, Okay, meaning that Spider-Man Pest Control comes in, evaluates what insects you have, where they're coming from, how to kill them now, whether organically or a synthetic with chemicals, and where they're coming from. So he's trying to solve the whole problem. 
uh, and then uh, keep them from coming in again. So uh, if you're not satisfied, if you're looking for a new guy, or if you're new to San Antonio and you want to uh, just get the right one from the beginning, give a call to Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Their number is 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. From roaches to mosquitoes to ants to scorpions to raccoons to rats, Spider-Man can help you get rid of them all. Check them out online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Your web of protection since 1976. All right, Rocky's been so patient. He's on the line now at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Rocky. What's going on? Hey, guys. Enjoy the show. Thank hey, you. I always, listen, I always listen to the show, but I tell you what, when... Uh, Jerry's missing. It's like going to a Mexican restaurant and them serving you chips and saying, sorry, we're out of salsa. Joey, uh, Jerry's like the spice of the show. So <laughs> but I, I still listen Jerry's to the salsa. I'm uh, the hot stuff. <laughs> He's the hot stuff. Okay. Hey, I got uh, two questions. I'm over here by, I guess, between Balcones Heights and Castle Hills. And I finally okay. found... A peach tree that that does good in my area, or at least in this area, it's the uh, Sam Houston. And uh, I was wondering if you all have any there. Because I need one yeah. for me, one for the squirrels, and one for the birds. I'm thinking the squirrels are going to take them all. Well, I think <laughs> we have Sam Houston available uh, in early spring. Yeah. I've got right after the first of the year. I've yeah, got a, I've I got a plan. Hope you all had some. That way, at least maybe to be established and it'll be ready to go. I don't know if, if y'all, you know. So, did you ever try Florida King? Uh, no, I haven't. I know I've tried. I've got I've got both, and I would. And yeah, I would. Uh, after three years of comparing the two, I'd certainly pick Florida King over Sam Sam Houston. Yeah, I think you'll be happy with Florida King. Uh, yeah. Sam, and it, that being said, that's a uh, Sam Houston is a A and M beach, but uh, yeah, it, it's a little bit later. Yeah, actually, my tree is like full of them right now. It is like busting out, and I didn't cut it either because I know y'all listened and y'all said maybe to trim the tree and the peaches might get a little bigger, but I didn't touch it. And oh man, all the peaches are pretty good size and <clears throat> they're really good. Are they, how, how big are the pe- how big are the peaches now? The size of a marble or golf ball or? Oh uh, shoot! I would say a little bigger than a golf ball, not a tennis ball, but right in between there. It's probably too late to thin them to do any good. Other <clears throat> yeah, other than uh, you're not having any branch breakage, are you? No, I'm having a lot of branch bending, but not breaking. Okay. Well, uh, you might want to uh, knock some of those peaches off of the of branches that are bending. Right. To to keep them from breaking your tree. Now, why is that silence on the other end there? <laughs> <laughs> My, or, or encourage the squirrels to eat them off of those branches. Now, it's uh, in my trees this year. Other than the Florida King, the, the the fruit is pretty 
widespread because of the freeze the freezes that we had. So I really don't feel like I need to thin it out anymore. Uh, you just say I'm Houston loaded with peaches? No, it's not loaded. It's got peaches. Oh, but it's okay. not loaded. June Gold has got peaches, but you know, not not where they're weighing the branches down or anything. So you didn't have to thin. Uh uh-uh. uh Good. So pretty okay, much. Okay. The, uh, the uh, try if you since you've already got Sam Houston. Um, uh, tr- look for that Florida King next year. Yeah, you. Nobody. Yeah, we predict speech. you'll love it. If you get a chance to have one. About now, huh? Yeah. Now squirrels. And varmints will eat it, but uh, Kevin experienced the fact that since uh, Florida Kings so early, they didn't seem to bother it uh, as much as they are the later. Yeah, it, take, it takes them a while to figure out and get oriented, and now they're now they're in full. Uh, <laughs> They've got no oriented. Actually, yeah, they they know their peaches are there, and they're waiting for them, and the tomatoes too. <laughs> All right, I'll give that tree a shot, and I'll let you know what happened. Florida right. King. And, okay. Yeah, and also uh, I put up a trellis, and I want a vine to kind of attract hummingbirds. I put up a trumpet vine, and someone told me that's almost as bad as training bamboo once you get established. So I was like, <laughs> man. Yeah, they do run know. trumpet yeah. vine. Angel trumpet. I mean, so, trumpet vine. Trumpet creeper. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. are they as invasive? So are they very invasive? Uh, oh, trumpet creeper? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> they climb trees and everything. Else. I had one on my peach orchard that, <laughs> you know, it was uh, basically 25 acres and a, a quarter mile, and I had there was a trumpet creeper vine that oh, went yeah. along the fence the whole. Oh, wow. Mile. Yeah, when I. Uh, uh, when I was trying to propagate, uh, tr- propagate and get established the uh, Chinese trumpet creeper, which is the mother of the trumpet creepers we plant now, uh, it, and uh, I planted it there, and I was going to plant it in Tennessee, and my my <laughs> my uh, my mother fussed at me for planting a trumpet creeper. And uh, because they they run all over the place, and she she said that they're gonna break my fence down because uh, they they can run all all over. It was mm-hmm. a wooden privacy fence. Have you already bought the uh, the vine? Yeah, it's already in, but I'm gonna pull it. And I was, <laughs> I was gonna, I well, the hummingbirds uh, 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 will uh, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really like him. But what uh, else could I put on there that might? Uh, I like butter, butterfly vine. One called butterfly mm-hmm. vine. And that also is a hummingbird. Oh yeah. And cross okay. vine is if you don't have deer, cross vine is <laughs> no. is a nice one too. Okay. Alrighty. And y'all, I guess y'all must have them there. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. We got gentlemen. you covered, That's man. Come by and all say right, hi. Yeah. Thanks yes, for calling. Right. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye.
210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The new newsletter is in? It is. All right. I checked. Okay, so the June I got I got mine uh, day before yesterday. Okay, in the mail, yeah. In the mail. So there's a number of different choices. If you would like the Millburgers newsletter, you can get it by mail. Uh, you can so go to plantanswers.com and or millburgernursery.com. I keep forgetting. Uh, millburgernursery.com, and you'll find out how to have it emailed to you. Or um, if you uh, uh, want it mailed to you, you can do that too. And if you don't have uh, internet access, uh, call the nursery at 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and they'll put you on the mailing list. It's that easy. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull. Verde Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburger's Top Tomato Contest. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture. Most deliveries are made the same day. FurnitureNow.com. No interest for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day. Even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture. Most deliveries are made the same day. FurnitureNow.com. No interest for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. 
Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, that guy, that guy and his wife brought a, brought their babies. And yeah, a baby they did. They're fur babies. <laughs> three, uh, three chihuahuas. Yep. And one st- stroller. Yep. Baby stroller. They're taken care of. They are pampered pooches. Yeah, yeah. Um, if uh, you are uh, thinking about getting out on the deck and patio today, or if you're looking at it and going, oh, man, I remember how great it looked when it was new, and now it just doesn't look its gray and dark and dingy, and uh, I don't know. Well, listen, call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. His motto, his fe- feeling is, and uh, he has shown it time and time again, and you can see pictures, is that deck really can look new again. So when you go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com, you'll see examples of people's decks, patios that have looked gray and dingy, and now they look great. Or if you just want to make sure it... Uh, always stays looking good, and you want to get it stained, call Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care, and he'll help you take care of it. But the thing to do is really go to the website, take a look, and then give him a call at 210-822-9147. He's been doing this since 1985. He'll take care of you, 210-822-9147, or deckandpatiocare.com. Good. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin mentioned in his Dig In Now section in the paper yesterday that if you want to expand or share, I'll put share in there, he get change your wildflower area, now's the time to collect the seed for planting in the fall. Uh, we actually collect our our different color blue bonnet seed uh, right when the seed pot turns brown, and rather than letting them pot pop in the wild, uh, uh, they throw their the seed pot actually explodes and uh, throws the seed all over the place, and uh, we put we uh, put them in a hot greenhouse and let them. Uh, uh, complete ex- their maturation. Com- yeah. yeah, complete their uh, popping in the in the greenhouse on plastic, and then uh, then uh, then we can collect them. But uh, out with the uh, blue bonds, the the uh, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue, which we got quite a bit of seed of this year, thank goodness for next year. Uh, we uh, had some. Uh, Pink lower bush petunias. Uh, we've talked about uh, that how how difficult they are to get going in the 
in the uh, in the nurseries how, how it's hard to control the growth of hard, them. Yeah, hard to manage, not you know, hard to get going. Yeah, hard to manage. Uh, yeah, and we we uh, we told Evelyn if Eve- Evelyn uh, she reminds me I'll get a couple of transplants. Oh yeah. But, uh, uh, so if you get, if you got if you know somebody that's got lower bush petunia or old fashioned petunia, uh, uh, talk them into giving you a plant when it begins to dry up. Uh, it's it's full of seeds. Very, uh, each each axis of each leaf has a dried up uh, pod which contains hundreds of seeds, each pot. So just get the, pull the whole vine up. It's, it's going to die anyway. And uh, put it in a location that you want uh, those petunias to come up next year. And once you got it coming up, you'll have it yeah, yeah. reappear. And yeah. I, I'm, I was going to make a little survey of I think I've got at least three color versions. Oh, is that right? Yeah, some uh, in gr- growing grows in both cut flower garden, a vegetable garden. <laughs> uh, many of my containers have it. You know, citrus. Have you got any purples? Not, not that dark purple. Though. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we tried to promote uh, or tried to get pur- uh, uh, purple lower bush petunias. We got pink. Yeah, pink, and then there's a light lavender and kind of a whitish. Yeah, uh, white. But uh, the purple, interesting enough, wouldn't wouldn't reseed, wouldn't make seed. So we finally had to drop it. Huh? Is that the bright purplish one, or no? No. Oh, there was a rich, a deep. There was an original. Purple. Wow. You know what else you can collect the seeds from now too is the sweet peas. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're they they'll be. They're uh, uh, maturing their seed, and uh, for a while you could kind of extend the season by uh, deadheading them. But uh, now with this heat, they're they're gonna they'll be done anyway. You may as well collect the seed. But boy, they produce a lot of seed too. Yeah, and yeah. just do the same way that Jerry described. Is just a paper sack. That's all you got to put those pods in, and they'll. There'll be plenty of seed for you. Yeah, uh, Calvin mentioned, uh, we talked about lar- uh, blue bonnet. Larkspur is another one at this time of the year that you can uh, collect. And poppies, um, those of you who bought uh, maroon poppies, Texas maroon poppies, uh, now is this, uh, if, if the... Uh, if the children coming by didn't get the get the flowers, Milton, now it would be yeah. the time to cook. You can uh, do what I did and uh, run my lo- lawnmower through <laughs> through this big poppy patch, red poppy patch. Okay. And when I got to the other end, I was uh, <laughs> like it was like uh, uh, oh, ashes, ashes all the way uh, from all that seed. Yeah. Hey, they, hang on. They oh. have a lot of seeds. Hang and on to that thought for a second. I want to get Patrick on real quick. Okay. Uh, he's got a cock. You'd rather listen to Patrick than us? Some, no, uh, no. I just don't want Patrick <laughs> to wait too long. So. Okay. Hi, Patrick. Welcome to the show. How you doing, man? All right. Fine, sir. Uh, I don't know about, well, I bought some coxcombs from the Festival of Flowers yesterday, and I was trying to wonder where should I plant them? In the sun, the shade? Did any be well-drained soil or, or dampen area? Maybe you guys can give us an idea. 
coxcomb does well in the uh coxcomb does well in the uh, uh full sun oh, okay it can okay. it can take a little shade now tell me can... tell me about the coxcomb that you bought what what uh what was it did it have a name or what color is that beautiful burnt orange one yeah, it's the barn orange ones. They were they were selling them in the four ounce pots, and uh, I can look at the tag right now. It's, right, it's sitting right here. Did it? Did they right. have a blue? Did they have a bloom spike on them? Yes, sir. Yeah, there. It's a um, Texas Aggie. Your orange, not orange, the red. Good. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I, uh, Aggie red would work. Uh, <laughs> That's what it I'm is. Trying to, I'm trying to figure out if it's the one we have here. No, I. Yeah, uh, it, it was the one that's Texas Superstar. Oh, okay. Is that? Yeah. Because that I'm looking forward to having that one. It looks good so far, even with the 90 degree heat. Oh, I just, yeah. yeah. I've just never had luck with uh, most celosius making through the summer. June yeah, is kind of the end, that's but uh, hopefully that new uh, new look, yeah, new look, new go. look will uh, good going go so through the whole summer. So it it will make it through the summer then by chance, hopefully, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So full sun. Okay. What else? Full full sun. Uh, it does pretty good in most most kinds of soil. Once established, it's. Uh, it takes uh, it takes a little water to uh, to keep it blooming, but uh, mm-hmm. it it'll it'll do it'll do well with uh, less water too. Oh really? Okay, all right, we can do that. Well, and when you, you right. if you grow when you're growing it, if mm-hmm. uh, after it finishes making its head, well, the one you have uh, has multiple heads on it. Yes. Yes. But once it looks like it's finished and dead or, mm-hmm. or declining, um, cut the plant off at the ground and hang it upside down with, uh, or, or either put it upside down in a paper sack, and uh, okay. the seed the seed will fall out. Oh, okay. So they did a seed then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So call us and tell us how it goes. I will. I will. Thank you very much. You bet. Hey, Trace is up on the porch with us. Good what morning, you, gentlemen. Good, good afternoon, afternoon, Trace. What's what you say, man? How's it going? Did y'all I'm, miss us yesterday? I, I kept waiting for you to show up, and then it dawned <laughs> on me, hey, they're not going to show up. Man, Milton's really running late. He's got like five minutes to get here. Well, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. So uh, we understand that the honeybee presentation. Uh, it was uh, it was great for the kids' yeah, class. Went, went well, lots of people, lots of kids, and a lot of adults. Yeah, yeah, those adults sneak in, and they nobody did. got stung. Nobody got stung. I just have to check the the guy that given the presentation. Uh, they were telling me that when he was pulling putting the uh, observation hive together, that uh, the bees didn't cooperate. They a few of them stung him. Well, he's lucky. It's just a few, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My my luck, it would be m- many more than a few. <laughs> um, well, what's going on? Ah, lots of color. Yeah. Uh, if you need to decorate your uh, porch or patio, your backyard for your barbecue tomorrow, uh, we've got it. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. That's true. Yeah, the geraniums are in front of us, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, they're beautiful. A few there. Most of those are Fantasias. Oh, good. Okay. Wait, what does that mean? 
Uh, it's, a ser- <laughs> it's a series that uh, tolerates the heat better. Right. Um, uh, and the, there's vi- a- the Vitex are all in full bloom. It's yeah. very mm-hmm. spectacular. We don't uh, we don't talk much about Celosia, but uh, there's some really nice uh, I think we've displays talked this out year, there. We've talked more about Celosia this year than uh, the last five or six combined. Yeah. Uh, these uh, obviously these uh, in the half whiskey barrel, the horizontal half, uh, are could take the sun. They're just looking knockout right out there in full sun. Oh uh, yeah. Would are, do you have those available in a large size like that, or you're, you're pointing you a smaller one? You're pointing at coleus. And you're talking about celosia. So you got. Which, uh, which, I'm sorry. Yeah, co- which, yeah, coleus. Uh, we do have a, a decent selection in four inch, but that particular variety we don't have any of. But there's so many different varieties of coleus, and they're all yeah. beautiful. And the more sun they're in on the sun tolerant ones, the more sun they're in, the more vibrant the colors. And so they're uh, they they are on the label. Does the label tell you which are the sun? For yes, and uh, we sold a whole barrel this morning. Cool. And you can still got the vincas on sale. Yes, we do. And I, I was talking about it last weekend. I didn't know if y'all would have them on sale again this weekend. They are in the six-inch pots. The six-inch pots. Um, and this is a tax-free day. It is tax-free weekend. Yep. So I'll let you give me give those uh, two eighty eight. <laughs> when you say two eighty eight, it is going to be two eighty eight, right? You're right. No tax. No tax. So we got the rest of the day and tomorrow, and then it's over. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, ten for twenty five dollars for the vinca. So that's a good deal. Um, Deer won't eat them. They very, bloom all the time. That's Except a great one. in uh, that one neighborhood. Except for one, one guy. <laughs> we may have to have a a uh, in, inquiry in, uh, out there. So last week we were talking, you and me were talking about the uh, that new Cora series yeah. that's coming out, and mm-hmm. I brought about a hundred flats of it in this week. Yeah, really. Wanted, I wanted to show you that, but I can't because we sold them all. What? So I'm gonna bring in a bunch more this next week. <laughs> of, of the improved Cora, Cora XD something. Wow, yeah. uh, you got that fast. We, we did. Hundred okay. flats sold out. That's pretty. What is the what is the, <laughs> the sales pitch on them? What? Are, why are they even, exceptional? Even more disease resistant. Is that right? Are they are they both the upright and the? Uh, yeah, they had them both. Uh, uh, Lord, yeah. yeah, that always fascinated me with the uh, the ones that run along the ground a little bit. That makes them much more useful in a. Container, I mean, uh, hanging baskets. Oh, that would look good. Yeah, full sun out there. We do have the regular cores in in, uh, upright and trailing in hanging baskets already. So, cool. That's a good deal at sixteen ninety nine. Hey, it's it's, a Vinca Cora XDR. There you go. I knew there was another letter. That stands for (laughs) Extreme Extreme Disease disease Resistance. resistance. Okay. So if you've had trouble with Cora. Being, uh, being uh, uh, coming down with some aerophotophora, they mean, they mean they die off soon after they're planted, or some most of them die off fast after they're planted. You'll want to try this uh, Vinca Cora XDR. So hopefully, w- when will they be on? Well, since tomorrow's a holiday, everything gets messed up. Right, so we're right. probably looking at Wednesday or Thursday before those okay. materialize again. 
And they can call and find out. Could they call and actually say, hey, put aside some? Or you not? Or it's not a good time to, to do that on this on this I, one because of the I holiday. Would, I would wait till they're there they're, should be enough here. Well, there should be a plenty, sweet. but there's different color choices. Oh yeah, okay. You and know, you got uprights and trailings. That's okay. really something they ought to come and look at. There you go. Okay. You know, the, there's a, enough of the tro- the tropical milkweed. There's a lot. It's a lot yeah. color variations. That Jerry and I were good. noticing like too. Three or four different flavors over there. Yeah, and then there, there's still, and Mary on the staff was expressing surprise that the, there's still the the dwarf red porterweed. I, I am too, because there was a, some samples of that <laughs> out there at the uh, the thing y'all were at yesterday. Fla- Festival, Festival of Flowers. And um, I figured that they'd see a couple of those there and then come running to get them. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, but let's just, yeah, just remind everybody now, if you've been, Waiting on your uh, butterfly garden, if you want blooming uh, milkweed that's here, uh, lots of foliage too. Of course, you, you, the queens will need the foliage this summer, but the, it'll be in time for the fall. And then the uh, uh, mist flower is blooming. I think you got two different kinds of mist flower there. I believe so. Yeah, and then uh, also we were talking about the uh, the porterweed that. The, Dwarf red porterweed that was so so hard to find last year. It's uh, available now. I I was looking for the the penta. There was a huge display of penta. Did that all get sold? It was is the uh, correct answer to that. Uh, I still have pentas. There's a handful of small ones and a handful of big ones, but all of the gallons are gone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They were that that they were beautiful. They were on sale. They were on sale. So yeah. crime of doing business. So we'll get more. Uh, cool. But, uh, what is this but white? The, but, the butterfly weed is on sale too. Yes, it is. What is it? What is it at? Uh, Five eighty-eight. Regularly six ninety-nine. Uh huh. What is this white over here? Chase, right on the corner. On right. the corner of the table over there is from Bago. Yeah, white Pumbago. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, that's the showiest white plumbago I've ever seen. Yeah. Hey, we got to take a quick break and come back after the news. 210-308-8867. For more information on the sale items, go to millburgernursery.com. And uh, we'll catch up with Trace right after this on The Answer. This is 930 AM, The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. President Trump is downplaying North Korea's recent missile tests, saying today they are not a concern for him. This is White House spokesman Sarah Sanders. Some of the activity that's taken place, as you can see from the president's Twitter, uh, isn't something that's bothering the president. He still feels good about the relationship that he has and about Chairman Kim's commitment that he made to the president. In an early morning tweet, Mr. Trump said, quote, North Korea fired off some small weapons, which disturbed some of my people and others, but not me. Officials say two people have died after a likely tornado destroyed a motel and swept through a nearby mobile home park in the Oklahoma City area. El Reno Mayor Matt White said during a news conference this morning that, quote, there have been two fatalities at this point in time. Search and rescue efforts are continuing. The apparent twister part of a strong line of storms that crossed quickly across the state last night. A new lawsuit says Boeing's design of the 737 MAX airliner was faulty, and the company was able to rush the plane into production because it faced little oversight. 
from regulators. The lawsuit says the plane could crash if a single part malfunctioned, that Boeing concealed problems and refused to ground the plane on its own. Lawyers say Boeing did the same thing after crashes of earlier 737s in the 1990s. Former Transportation Department Inspector General Mary Schiavo filed the lawsuit in federal district court in South Carolina on behalf of relatives of a Swedish man killed on Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 in March. Correspondent Jeremy House, Boeing is also being sued over the October crash of Lion Air Flight 610 in Indonesia. Pivotal elections for the European Union Parliament reaching their climax today as the last 21 EU members go to the polls. Results will be announced sometime later on this evening. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace, you want to talk about some of the events that are coming up, too? On June 8th, we're going to be busy. Uh, let's see. That's the one that David's here in for that, isn't David's it? here doing Growing Citrus, a presentation called Growing Citrus on Your Patio and in Your Landscape. David Rodriguez. That's from 1030 to noon. That's free. When is uh, that? Uh, it's going to be on June 8th. Okay. When is the... the the tomato, top tomato contest. That's on That's June 8th. That's uh, no, so same day. That's a busy day. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, June 8th is also the top tomato contest. Uh, and let's see. I'll get to that right here. If you go to, I'm on millburgernursery.com getting all the details. Um, but that's June 8th, too. Entries, they generally start. Gardening Volunteers of South Texas will be here about eight, 10 o'clock. And then the judging's usually at noon. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Rob, Rob will be here earlier. <laughs> but yes, Rob will be here earlier. Rob Jerry, and then the particulars on how to make a good display are in yeah, PlantAnswers.com. I'm uh, putting it this week. Uh, I promise I'll get the uh, uh, rules and regulations on that that on uh, PlantAnswers.com on the sort of the front page, and I'll, I've also got pictures. Of uh, past winners, yeah. Uh, well, uh, they're past losers. Yeah. Oh, so what oh. not to do? What not to do? Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, that's what I did last year. Took some pictures of uh, of of things that disqualified you from judging. Um, or made a. Do they, nobody gets disqualified, do they? They get to get their ten dollars. Oh, they get yeah, the ten dollars. Oh yeah, everybody that enters yeah, uh, gets a ten dollars gift certificate to be used that day here at Mill Burgers. But there's little tricks that really make the difference. On uh, yeah, we want you to have fun winning. And Who's yeah. bringing the cutting board and the knife? Uh, is that all y'all care about? <laughs> uh, the prizes are significant too. Do you remember the? Uh, uh, not, uh, I just remember they were hefty. Yeah, uh, good dollar amount. So they'll they'll put them up on millburgernursery.com and all the categories. And oh, stuff. There oh, you got, got the it. flower? Okay, cool. All right. Well, then uh, there are two divisions, not including the biggest tomato based on weight. And there's cherry and smaller. Entries must include a minimum of six tomatoes. First place is a $75 Millburgers gift certificate. Whoa. Second place is a $50 Millburgers gift certificate. 
Uh, regular tomatoes are the second category. Each entry must include a minimum of three marketable tomatoes. Uh, again, first prize for that category, $75 Millburgers gift certificate. Second place, a $50 Millburgers gift certificate. Uh, third category is, if you will, is the biggest tomato based on weight. And that person gets a $100 Millburgers gift Whoa. certificate. I know. And then the best of show champion, which will be named our top tomato that day, gets a $50 Millburgers gift certificate in addition to their uh, division prize. So, uh, well, see, that could be that could actually be one that didn't win because if it's a, like a plate of three and they didn't quite make it to the finals, they could still win with one tomato. I think, that, they? I think that happened last year. Oh, I don't know, huh? Okay, I didn't just, know uh, just so they just so they don't, uh, some, some gardeners have a tendency to have they can't pass up the one big one, <laughs> but. But don't put one big one with two smaller ones. Medium. Put a, yeah, yeah they, that's uniformity. You got a much better chance of winning with three consistent. good size, consistent size. Yeah, and then concentrate on the big one, the individual one, which is because uh, usually that is that's huge. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Stems should be left on approximately a half inch in length, green and fresh. Cherry tomatoes can still be on the vine. All tomatoes should be uniform in size, color, shape, and maturity. And uh, color of maturity and ripeness depends on the variety from green to ripe red. Tomato varieties must be specified on the entry form that will be filled out when you arrive at Millburgers. And then there's the best salad bowl, too. Bring a bowl filled with your best veggies, picked fresh from the garden, but don't include tomatoes. The best display of non-tomato veggies will win a Millburgers $50 gift certificate. And again, just for coming out and having fun, you get a, uh, a $10 gift certificate to be used that day. So speaking of getting a $10 gift certificate, too, also that day is the blood drive. All right. We are busy that day. <laughs> and that blood drive is from 10 to 1.30. And if I remember this correctly, uh, Millburgers is going to again give a uh, double incentive of a $20 gift certificate to Millburgers for coming out and giving blood. as June 8th, 10 to 1.30. Now, last, um, last quarter we did really great. So we want you to come on out again, and let's make this a, another successful one. I think we had over 50 we had, we had a lot, and a lot yeah. of people signed up online with them so that they could actually take advantage of, of showing up at a particular time and uh, not having to wait in line. Yeah, if that concerns you, go to uh, the Southwest Blood and Tissue Center website, and you can um, go ahead and register in advance. That also helps them because they know how many vehicles to bring. So last time they brought... Did we have three? They bought three because they had so they, many people signed they, up online. They've done a, a good job, too, of plunk, uh, putting people in the gaps where they don't have somebody that has a an appointment. So if you show up and they yeah. say, hey, we can't put you in right now, but come back in 15 minutes and we're ready, ready for action. We yeah, uh, Curtis did that, I yeah. think, and, and got right, right in. So, um, yeah, they do a good job. They've learned how to handle everything here. So let's make it, see if we can't... Uh, Get 50 or above again, so uh, come so check let's it out. Let's have a record. Yeah, let's well, I think we had a record last well, let's time. Let's have so another record. Another record. Break our All right. record. Trace is going <laughs> for the record here, so uh, go on, come on out. And uh, this is what people do quarterly. They come on out here. They get their gift certificate, uh, $20 to Millburgers. I don't know what the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is giving away. We'll call them next week and find out. 
We'll get our uh, person on that did such a great job uh, last time. And they uh, are yeah, ac- actively good. recruiting because of yeah, I've gotten I've some it. yeah emails, and they're they're mentioning uh, something about get your give blood, save lives, and get your vegetables at uh, Millburgers or, uh, or transplants. Yeah, or <laughs> very cool. So all this information, blood drive. Uh, David Rodriguez's presentation on citrus and the um, top tomato contest. All the information on millburgernursery.com. It's going to be a very busy day. You mentioned citrus. Yeah. We had that listener that called one know about the Meyer lemon. We forgot to tell him. There's five five Meyer lemons left here. Oh, good. There's some bigger ones over here on the side. Are there some other ones, too? Some uh, 10-gallon. Oh, okay. So the the three-gallon here, and then there's some other larger ones if you want some. So. Did it have a improved on the label? Um, Probably you know, not. I didn't look closely on the. I just saw the the Meyer lemon. Yeah, all Meyer lemons being sold now uh, were grown in Texas and are the improved selection. And then lots Whether of it's on the label. Or lots not. of nice lime uh, plants too. I like. I love the the lime for the. Well, of course, the lemons are pretty, pretty yeah. nice too. Meyer, <laughs> you can't beat a Meyer lemon. And Trace, what else are you excited about? <laughs> Sometimes on Sundays you tell us little secrets, our listeners, about uh, uh, what, what they'll get, the, like things that are coming in. The things XDR like that. thing is the, oh, that's me, the that's big the, secret. That's, okay. the, that's the kicker this week. The Cora XDR, now in four door, <laughs> luxury for your garden. I want I want to mention to Trace how you don't read the paper, do you, Trace? No, you sir. get the paper. I, I don't even get it anymore. Um. We t- we talked about it yesterday, but it's worth talking about today. And I'm thinking about putting it on PlantAnswers.com. Uh, from Neil Sperry, somebody wrote him. Said uh, you recently recommended Roundup. No. In one of your answers, it gets into the soil and kills bees. Really. <laughs> No. I think you should retract your recommendation of it. And Neil, in his kind way, uh, replied, I believe you may have your products confused. There has been ample discussion of whether glyphosate's active ingredient in Roundup may lead to cancer, but the EPA... Oh, you folks listen out there that got Roundup phobia. Uh, but the EPA on April 28th uh, reaffir- reaffirmed its early announcement that glyphosates do not cause cancer in humans. Good. So uh, I, th- I think... I've, I- I, I, we started this several several uh, months ago. For those of you who out there are stupid enough to uh, and misinformed enough to believe that glyphosate is, or Roundup is is toxic to your plants and dogs and uh, buzzards and everything else. Uh, you can bring your the opinions you can, expressed in this yeah, are, are purely not, his own. Uh, you, his can, own. you can bring your containers of 
unused. But it is, say. but it is reasonable for people to be confused, Jerry, yeah. because of there's the so much information. There's a, at least that one big court case, and then there's some others too that drew the conclusion that somebody was affected by it. Uh, that doesn't mean that the de- decision was right, but it. And I just, you know, I, I guess you. It seems reasonable to expect if you've got two hundred, you know, twenty million people using Roundup, there'd be somebody yeah. that would be allergic to it or you not use it in an appropriate manner. So you gotta, you gotta. You got to look at the way the, all the research results and the long history, and then draw your conclusions. And that's what I think Jerry's talking about in the EPA. They've they they've been looking at it real close. Yeah, nice job. Uh, all of my farmer friends, farmer yep. friends, former farmer a, friends in Tennessee. Okay, and all across the southeastern, southwestern United States, uh, would all have cancer. Because they're they're all planting uh, Roundup resistant cotton and uh, some other products that uh, they they every one of them has five then, three or four five gallon cans of Roundup in their in the back of their truck. Hmm. So uh, and and they use it. They've been using it for years. Uh, I was talking to a farmer the other day, and he was. Uh, Verstrotten, who was, uh, because they've been they've pl- been spraying or their irrigation ditches with Roundup for thirty years, and uh, the the farmer told his wife said, uh, if he comes down with cancer and dies, go ahead and sue the hell out of Monsanto uh, because he was using a Roundup, you know. But uh, he was laughing about that. He's already a millionaire, but anyway, uh, the uh, that Neil jumped right into the middle of that, and he also said, uh, entomologists and other agriculture scientists worldwide now feel that uh, bee death is much more likely than there are many factors combining to result in decreases in bee population. And that the insecticide is not the main factor. So uh, well, he wouldn't have put it in the paper if it had been wrong. If we if we're reading it and hearing it, you can believe everything in the paper. We're, right, right. But we're here. We're hearing the the uh, court the court decision yeah, too, and and of course the internet. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Every time I mention Roundup, I get. <laughs> emails for yeah. folks. That's interesting about the EPA on that. All right, we've got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer.
It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road. June 8th is going to be a busy day at Millburgers. Besides having the Top Tomato Contest, Millburgers is doing their quarterly blood drive. And we want to thank everybody that came out last time for Millburgers Blood Drive. You made it the most successful one ever. And guess what? We're counting on you to do it again. It's just as easy as going to Millburgers anytime between 10 and 1.30 and donating blood on June 8th. That's Saturday, June 8th for your donations. In fact, Millburgers is doubling the incentive. So when you come and give blood to Millburgers on June 8th, that's right, you're going to get a $20 gift certificate just for going through the process. And of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts too. David Rodriguez will also be on hand that day to teach a great class on growing citrus in your yard. Whether it's a patio citrus or in your yard, David will give you all the information you need to know. So for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. It's time to stand with Israel. Consider the lifelong impact of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher along with 9.30 a.m. The Answer on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to the 11th. This journey is more than a vacation because it'll guide you through centuries of faith and culture as you visit iconic places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your hosts will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour where you can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the waters of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to walk inside the Garden Tomb? Register today for the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to the 11th. When you visit 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword Israel. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that 
can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. You gotta work late Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do But there ain't no cure for the summertime And welcome to Hua Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The answer, 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 Toll free, it's 866-308-8867 while y'all were talking, uh, there was a hummingbird over on the porterweed, the red porterweed. Oh, really? Good. Yeah. We're working those blooms. And uh, he finally flew off, but uh, I didn't want to interrupt y'all. But uh, they were, he was, I, I, I needed a picture. I uh, wish I had my telephoto lens on the camera to get a picture of a hummingbird on, a, on the porterweed because they like it. Uh, Neil brought up uh, uh, fire ants are getting in. Fire ants are showing their ugly little yeah mandibles or whatever you call their head or whatever. But uh, and people say, well, I don't know if I got fire ants or not in really? my back in my backyard. Uh, so I'm here to proclaim. <laughs> that everybody in Texas, especially in San Antonio, has fire ants. Okay. And so the way you can prove it to yourself, one way or the other, is take a little piece of raw meat and put out with your pa- by your patio or where you're going to be dealing with and leave it for about an uh, hour and a half, two hours, if that long. And it'll be covered with fire ants. Oh, okay. Or now you may say, "Well, how do I know if they're fire ants?" All you have to do is once they once the once those ants are covering that hamburger meat or whatever, just go ahead and and uh, put that hamburger meat in the palm of your hand. Do not follow this advice <laughs> <laughs> with the with the ants on it. No, do not do this. And uh, let them move around. Now, a regular ant, back back before we had fire ants in Tennessee, I, I used to go home and uh, enjoy having ants crawl on my arms and 
legs and everything else because those ants didn't sting. But uh, fire ants will pretty well tell you pretty quickly. I, I don't know how a Warren uh, Remedy identifies fire ants. But that you put that hamburger meat in, in, yeah. your, in your hand, and you'll know within probably 15 to 20 seconds yeah. whether they're fire ants or not. Maybe you should just assume that you they are fire ants and not do that. No, you might, you might kill a native ant or uh, something. Well, Jerry's, where, where a, Jerry's a trained professional. <laughs> do not try this advice at home or any place. The other way is just to go out and... Uh, Weed, weed your garden. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were looking at your arm. I'm guessing you got bit up. Well, they, I swear that they, they, they operate, coordinate. Uh, you know, they'll get all, <laughs> all, all over you, and then there's some signal that goes, right. "Okay, everybody, bite at the yeah. same time and make." Sure. They, they, they uh, emit a pheromone. Oh, is that it? That tells the rest of them. Uh, that this is something that needs to be stung or bitten or both. Lousy fire ants. Uh, Bees do the same thing. And that's why uh, beekeepers, if they they got a smoker, the the thing that uh, used to uh, calm the bees down and uh, so they won't sting so much, uh, if if you get stung... The first thing to do is to smoke it, smoke that air thoroughly. Oh, so they can't. So the so they won't smell. The other bees won't smell. Huh? That's interesting. Hey, guess who's on the line? Fire ants do that. Lisa's on the line with a festival of flowers. She was there. Uh huh. You said you saw her a number of times. Rob saw her. We didn't see her, did we? No, I don't think she walked by our table. She knew she was going to be. Motioned over to talk about what she so she didn't want to talk to us. I guess. <laughs> What's going on, Lisa? No, that wasn't the case at all. It's just that I was with my sister, and if I didn't follow her out, I would have lost my ride. <laughs> oh, okay, that's smart too. Okay, that's a much better reason. Right. What's going on? Did you enjoy well, the festival of flowers yesterday? Did you do okay? Oh, did you get? I did. did. You know, again, I had to call to thank y'all for the tickets. And oh, you're welcome. Again, like with every event, you know, there are always pros and cons to it all. But I have to admit that the main focus for me is always the plant exchange, and they really upped their game as far as Ooh, bringing in cool. the plants that were varied, healthy, um, assorted. So it didn't take me long to get through my tickets for those. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I was kind of disappointed, of course, because my favorite vendors were not there this year, like Al Del Rio or Miller's Tropicals. Um, but, you know, like I said, you have to take the good with the bad. Well, so, you're good. Cool. Well, so what'd you get at the plant exchange? Anything you didn't have? Well, um, after 22 years of doing this? Yeah, right. Um, No, I got plumeria. I got a lot of uh, the night-blooming cyruses, uh, some bicolor iris, um, assorted succulents. Uh, Rob was was, uh, generous enough to put in some rabbit ears, so I got some of those. Yeah, those Uh turned out to be a pretty good plant. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, I didn't. I didn't hear all of your talk. What you were saying here on the phone, Lisa? Did uh, was there was the uh, plan exchange? Did you say it was uh, larger or smaller? Or yeah, she said they stepped up their game. Yeah, it was. It was the same same size. It was just that the plants were. There was a better selection of them, and they weren't as dead cool. as a lot of them that people bring in on. People <laughs> got more sophisticated, huh? In the trade. Yeah. Yeah, the assortment was way better. How did your poppy seeds go over? Uh, they went. Uh, what was really popular was my yellow-blooming irises, my water irises. Those went very quickly. Is that kind of fun to watch and see when you put them in there to see how quickly they go? It is because it, it uh, justifies all the trouble it takes to divide them, bag them, tag them, and get them there. <laughs> you, you know, you don't want anything left behind. No, that's true. That makes sense. Cool. But I, I did get a plant uh, that I wasn't familiar with, and it was labeled as a snowy pike. A snowy pipe? A pipe vine? Pike. pike. P-I-K-E. Oh, snowy pike. Yeah. That's not that weed that turns, uh, it's, uh, some people call it an ice plant, is it? No. This is, it's this a, it is looks like, like a looks like a it's, It looks like a weed. No. How do you spell snowy? <laughs> S-N-O-W-Y. Okay, I've I've Googled it, and nothing comes up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, even Google doesn't know about the snowy pike. Wow. Well, this is a, uh, it, it looks like a plumeria stalk, but you know what the, the, tor- the bloom of the torch plant is like? Yeah. It, it, that, it looks like the bloom of a torch plant, but it's growing from the stalk. It's either in the cactus, succulent family. family. So they had it labeled as snowy pike? Yeah. And this is, is from it? a woman who was selling the, the pickerel. Okay. I'm looking online. I don't see anything. The closest thing, that <laughs> this, this came up, but it has, and as I look at the page, it doesn't say anything about it, is the pink Siam tulip. But, yeah. no. but that doesn't say anything about snowy pike. I, w- I would say it would do better in uh, morning sun and afternoon shade. Like. <laughs> and change its name to Fred. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, think I've, I think I've used that uh, morning sun and afternoon shade too much for with uh, Lisa. Yeah, I think she's on to you. Yeah. I guess so. I'm going to look at your snowy plant and see if I can't Snowy plant, huh? See if anything else comes up. (laughs) Oh, I get plants covered in snow. Uh. (laughs) That's not working either, Lisa. (laughs) I've got the snowy orchid. Would it be orchidish? No, it's like a plumeria, but it's got the the blooms are, are growing upwards out of the stalk. And it, it's very compact, but it's elongated stalk like a plumeria. But, but if you know what a torch plant is, the top of the torch plant, the bloom of the torch plant, it's like that coming out of the stalk. It's a mm-hmm. 
burnt orange. It's tricolor, like a dark orange, burnt orange, and then yellow at the tips. Wow. You mean this plant is burnt orange? The, the blooms, the blooms that are coming out of the stock. Well, no wonder we don't know what it is. That sounds beautiful. Uh. <laughs> well, I knew it was... If it's, not it was red, a- if it's not red or maroon, we don't care about it. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that into consideration the next time I buy them. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask Trace if he has any. Uh, okay, you do and, that. I can imagine the look on his face. Yeah, we need pictures. Does is it in bloom now? It, the the it ha- I don't know if it opens up or not to a tubular type of flower, but it is blooming from the stock itself. Yeah. So Trace is with us, and he heard me talking about him, so he wants to know what we're talking about here. Yeah. I'll give you the headphones too. Okay. So Lisa wants to know. So we do we have to hear that whole spiel again about the no. snowy? <laughs> no, she she bought a snowy pike. Are you familiar with the snowy pike? No. Plant? No. Okay. I, I looked it up on Google, and Google is not familiar with the snowy pike plant. Okay. Okay, so. But it's burnt orange. It has a burnt orange bloom. Well, I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, why do they call it a snowy pike if it's burnt orange? That's a good question, Lisa. You got any? No, she did not. She did oh, not explain a, yeah, to me why she labeled it that way. Really? But she made a point of making sure that I took the label with me when I took the plant, so I would remember the name. Okay. <laughs> I guess it doesn't have to make any sense if it's affiliated with the University of Texas. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm gonna go there. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll bring it by so y'all can look at it at some time. Uh, if you got an email, you can always send a picture as well. <laughs> I do. Who do, you okay. want to, who do you want me to send it to? Uh, I think everybody wants it. Um, <laughs> for us, it? it'll be nursery at millburgersa.com. Right. Nursery at millburger.com? SA.com. SA.com. Okay. And so I know Dave, David looks at a lot of his emails, so... Um, the, I, don't, I don't know what his is. David something. Um, okay. And, and Milton, what's yours? You can send it to me, and I'll send it to everybody. Uh, yeah, there you go. That, that even works even Just better. Milton, Milton, Milton will do it all. Milton at KLUP.com, and I'll forward it to everybody. Okay, Milton at KLUP.com. Good deal. Yeah, I'll right. do that then. Okay, thank you, Lisa. Thank Bye, you. Lisa. You did good. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right. If it's orange, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to like it. All right. Quit Can it. I introduce you to the next person? Because Lloyd is on the line with a muy, 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 muy grande, grande question. You bet. Okay. Sure. Yes, sir. Hey, I bought one last year and went through the winter, froze down the ground, came back and looked real nice. I was at the Festival of Flowers yesterday and got another one. And Good. I noticed that it's no more commercially available, so... Well, uh, I'm coming in later. Yeah, this year's been pretty cool. So uh, we got our first batch of of any kind of mallow hibiscus this past week. Uh, We're going to get a bunch more this next week, but that one wasn't one of them. So uh, I would say it's going to come. It's just going to probably be a little later. Oh, okay. So it will be hot. They just quit propagating it for some reason. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're gonna have an excellent selection on mallow hibiscus coming in Wednesday morning, though. 
Is that right? Uh, five, five or six varieties, I think. Good. Oh, okay. Did you have a question about about the hibiscus? No. Okay. Nope. All right. Let's take a quick break. (laughs) Is Lloyd gone? Okay. Yeah, we're already gone. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, hey there, Lloyd. Did you have another question? I was wondering how to propagate the Moy Grande hibiscus. Um. They're, they're fairly they're fairly easy to propagate. Uh, you take uh, you after after they put push their new growth, and after that new growth, uh, you said you had some and you'd cut them you cut them back and they're coming back. Right, it falls to the ground, but it, you know it's a four feet Yeah, tall it's supposed now, to. Sure. It's supposed to. Right. And then uh, I was going to make some more plants, and I was wondering if I could propagate it from cuttings. Oh yeah, uh, and you uh, you've got new growth coming up where where the old one was, right? Right, right. Okay, let that let yeah. those cuttings get uh, uh, six or eight inches tall or taller, and then cut uh, cut cut the uh, the top portion off. I mean uh cut a stem off about uh, four to four inches long uh-huh. and immediately dip it in a rooting hormone and uh, go ahead and stick it in a, a well-draining a well-drained potting mix and keep it in the shade okay okay and uh, it'll it'll wilt down it'll look look sickly like it's gonna like it's gonna die. But uh, don't give up on it till the whole stem turns brown. Uh, but we—that's the way we root ours. Uh, that is just stick them straight into the. Uh, we don't put put them on. Well, we we have a mist bed, so that helps. But if you put them in the shade, and uh, maybe put a put a, a plastic bag over them uh, uh, right. uh, to keep, keep the humidity in there right. uh, they should they should root in uh, two weeks mm. oh, okay wow but uh, the the secret on hibiscus perennial hibiscus is you want to do all your rooting from uh, by by July. And uh, uh, because they need to grow a plant and uh, a well-established root system uh, before they go dormant in the uh, in the winter. Okay. They will. They will go. They will go dormant even if you put them in a greenhouse. Oh, okay. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah, their 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 dormancy is controlled by day length of the sun. And, and Lloyd, are you familiar with the snowy pike plant? <laughs> no, no, no. I heard about it about five minutes ago. Yeah, uh, I think everybody may have heard about it five minutes ago. All right, we're looking for yeah. people that are familiar with snowy pike. There you go. All right, thanks, All Lloyd. Right, you thank take you. care. Give us a call during the break. Let's talk about it. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Help Lisa out. 
210-308-8867. And we'll take the third caller, right? Yeah, we'll take the third Snowy <laughs> Pike question. We'll take the first one. The first person that, that uh, if if there are ten people waiting to call, if you get if you are a Snowy Pike person, putting you right to the front of the line. So 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull. Verde Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. They say the best is yet to come, but to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in for the Retirement Income Show with Matt Yore and Dave Anthony every Saturday afternoon at 5. Matt and Dave help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Retirement Income Show with Matt Yore and Dave Anthony of Anthony Capital every Saturday afternoon at 5 on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, this is Michael Payne, General Manager of Salem Media Group. In this time where we San Antonians are called to vote, who better to help remind us why it's so important than our local pastors? This is Les Holland, Senior Pastor of Trinity Baptist Church, hoping that you're living your best life. And we're responsible to help to extend that life into others. One of the ways we do that is being involved as citizens. And one of our privileges and responsibilities as citizens is to vote. Your vote matters. Everyone's vote is equally important. It's an extension of our democracy, and God's free will stirring in your life is to go ahead and vote. Study the issues, learn the candidates, listen to them, be informed, be instructed, and then vote and share that with others. Help to inspire others to also be involved. That we as citizens and followers of Christ make a difference in how we live our life and also in how we vote. Thank you, Pastor. What a great reminder to get up, get out, and go vote. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture. Most deliveries are made the same day. FurnitureNow.com. No interest for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day. Even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, 
bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture. Most deliveries are made the same day. FurnitureNow.com. for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. Hello, friends in SAT. You need to call OMG. OMG Kitchen and Bath. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. And OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at OMGKitchenBath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List. But call OMG ASAP, 210-535-1000. That's 210-535-1000, OMGKitchenBath.com. Some loving had me a blast. I met a girl crazy for me. Met a boy cute as me. Summer days drifting away to another summer night. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We are still waiting for our uh, snowy pike question. You're going to take the third caller? I'm taking the first one. On this <laughs> one. Uh, so uh, Taking anybody. Huh? It's just like the uh, the uh, Bigfoot of, uh, of plants. It, only Lisa <laughs> has seen it. And uh, so if you had know what she's talking about, uh, give us a call, and we'll uh, just ask you to kind of, Give us some information on the snowy pike. The snowy pike. P I K E. That's right. I'm gonna look under snowy. I looked under snowy peak too, but that didn't help either. Maybe maybe that's a fish. Don't don't they have pike fish? They up do to, have pike. I like pike. Well, Northern yeah. pike. Yeah. Maybe they have a snowy pike. <laughs> it's a fish. Okay, I'll look under that too. All right, I'm looking under showy. Rob suggests. <laughs> okay, so give us a call, 210-308-8867. You know, you never want to promise people, well, or indicate to people that you'll get them a plant. That's that's what I've learned after all these years. I got a got a uh, email uh, last week from uh, Connie, and uh, her subject matter is waiting for my Seguin rose. Uh-oh. See, she's not, she's not happy with all the work we went to to get uh, Nacogdoches or either Grandma's Yellow, whatever you want to call it, rose on the market. She wants one that we rejected. That did well for... Uh, did you, ta- did you tell them to go the compost pile? Is no. Not the address here. <laughs> No, they all died. That's why we rejected it. <laughs> but uh, uh, she had one, and it did well. I, th- I think she moved. And she she said, uh, we talked a few years ago in Bernie when you did a talk about your father being target suit- shooter uh, taking over the topper wines when the topper wines retired. I could not locate your email so i decided to go through the website to get to you waiting to hear she gave her cell phone and everything else i haven't written her back but i'll i'll have to write her back and tell her 
that the only plant I know of, for sure, that's still living is uh, one Paul Tom Harris had. Hmm. Out at out at his place, uh, out around uh, Fair Oaks. But Tom has since moved to town. Uh oh. So I have no access to that property anymore. And I don't know if that uh, rose is still living out there or not. But uh, the reason we quit growing it. Oh, I see. I see the problem here, Calvin. Her her email address is utexas.edu. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, so I don't have access to the reason we quit didn't select that particular selection. Uh, that found rose, which was found in Seguin, of course, was because it was hard to root. Hmm. And uh, Grandma's yellow was root like a house of fire. And to get 30,000 of them like we needed to uh, do a promotion on our, on a new rose, and they're, t- uh, they're getting rare. So uh, uh, Trace got... I don't know if Trace has sold out his supply, but he had a good supply early in the of Grandma's the, Yellow. Of Grandma's Yellow, yeah. And uh, of course, the Rose Emporium has uh, Grandma's Yellow, but it's sold under uh, the name of Nacogdoches, which I can't spell. And the so, Seguin uh, was fragrant. People were really disappointed. <laughs> like well, Pack, I remember poor Paxton called. I had one, and it grew, and then just went. Which one? The Seguin. Oh, the game? Yeah. It had a little fragrance to it. Yeah. yeah. I had a a person that uh, sent an email and said, you talk about that uh, uh, cut binding and stump killer. She said, I went, I looked all through the uh, uh, Internet and all the retailers, and I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> and I, so I did a quick. Just to re- reaffirm, I just did a quick internet, you know, and it was listed about 75 times. And <laughs> and I said, well, I know it's here at Milbers. I suspect it's every it's everywhere out there at the mm-hmm. retailers. But uh, I, I almost had the feeling that uh, she expects that, I, you know, I'll find it for you or something. But yeah, I she didn't. just said Milbergers. Yeah. Go to Milbergers. Yeah. Hey. Y'all got several... Several brand names, right? Well, yeah, that's a long story. Slight yes. variation. <laughs> well, that you got the the two basic products, Bonite and the Fertilone. Well, it's the same active ingredient. Yeah. Uh, but we used to carry the little Fertilone one that had a blue dye in it. Yeah. So you could see where you put it. I thought that was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the EPA didn't like it, so they made <laughs> redo it. So they, they haven't come back out with one uh, yet in that smaller container. And the uh, Snowy Pike, when do you all think you'll get some of those in? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're working on it. That's good you're working on it. Hey, Bert's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Bert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Yeah, greetings. Good day. The only snowy pike I know is Pike's Peak out in Colorado. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I went, out, only... I went out to the nursery last week. I got me a couple uh purple passion vines from y'all. Okay. I got a... I got a uh, they're in, like, I think a one one or two gallon right now. I'm planning on putting them in fives. 
I, my balcony faces the east and uh, gets sunlight from early morning until about noon. I still get sunlight, but it gets pretty direct. Would that that's a good location for them? What is it you're buying? It's a what is you? Vine. It's a vine. It's uh, it's like they. I think they call it here the Fitzgerald, Texas Maypops or something like that. I've heard a friend. Oh call yeah, it. yeah, they grow. Um, that I think they're growing full sun. Uh, of course, uh, uh, it's a vine, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, do you eat them or? Yeah, that's what they said. You can make jelly. I, that's why I bought two of them to see how they do. They said oh, once you, the, the, you the, never the had any experience with them? No, I've done some vines like Confederate Jasmine and stuff, and they seem to do all right. But uh, I never had these. They got a nice, real beautiful purple flower, that's for sure. Right, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I would just want if, if you can find a morning sun, afternoon shade, that's always a, a good combination for something like that. All right, and then yeah, I think I got won the tickets last week to the uh, flower show, the exchange, and so yesterday was pretty good. I did a real good fact finding mission, uh, some organizations to join up with and volunteer with and stuff. So okay, oh, good, good. Yeah, it was real nice. I mean, like my balcony. I think my balcony will collapse if I put any more plants out on them. <laughs> yeah, you can always tell a uh, plant person when you go by these. High-rise apartment buildings and uh, things like that, and look at the patio. They have a uh, the, the plant person yep. has a has a, has a plants draping over the patio. Yes, sir. And, and, uh, along with the plants, I always get uh, the bicycles up there. Yeah, yeah, seventeen floors up too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I was seventeen floors up, I'm only on the second floor. If I was seventeen floors up, that bicycle would stay downstairs. Yeah, and somebody asked me a lawn question. They said, what lawn is good for uh, San Antonio and Texas? I told them caliche and rocks. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, but no, but, you guys you guys got the answer. Like Somebody on the, the San Antonio Gardeners on, on the Facebook, that's who I belong to as well. And they, they said, you guys are the only ones that sell pretty much a, a good drought-tolerant uh, side. That's right. Uh, we have... Uh... Uh, right right now, our supplies of floor tam are limited, uh, if non-existent, maybe non-existent. But uh, the uh, we got some great Bermudas and uh, and uh, some great zoysias that uh, that you can plant now. Okay, I didn't because, think zoysia because, would do good out here. Oh yeah. Where where are you? Well, I'm just in uh, Austin Highway and Harry Wordsburg. I'm just looking at drought, for once. I get some. I'm looking at some land out between Hondo and and Medina Lake. Okay. I want to like, do some olive trees and fig trees that uh, are really drought tolerant. Okay. So, uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much for your answer. Okay. I'll just put them. Thank I'll repot them, and I'll Thank talk you to y'all next time. Okay. Thanks, Bert. Take Bye care. Now. All right, 210-308-8867. Still could probably sneak in one of those uh, Snowy Pike questions and uh, uh, <laughs> comments if you, if you call us real quick at 210-308-8867.
Eveline is on the line at 210-308-8867. Evelyn or Eveline? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's uh, Evelyn. Yeah, Evelyn. I'm sorry? <laughs> no, we're just happy to hear from you. What's going on? Uh, new the, report on my the, tomatoes. The uh, what? The, the rodeo tomato. The, I had, the first three I picked had blossom in rot. Yeah, that's what Calvin said. He had some blossom in rot on his. Yeah, for sure. A uh, rodeo tomato. And uh, the others had it, but uh, then I picked one a rodeo tomato and it weighed a pound. Oh wow! Gosh. Wow! But it doesn't have very ma- many said? on there, and they're a lot smaller, so I don't know. His, Valley cat did the best. Had one rodeo tomato that weighed a pound. Gracious. Is that a contender in our uh, top tomato, biggest by weight? No. Okay. Tycoons are getting pretty big. Yeah. I didn't get any tycoon. I got just three plants this year, so. Okay. Now, right. how many? How many? How many uh, fruit uh, are having that blossom and rot problem? Uh, three of them had it. The first three I picked had blossom and rot. On that okay. tomato, but it was still it was still. Uh, I, I mean, did you have enough to still eat? Oh yes. The tom- oh okay. So the blossom in rod wasn't one a big area. It was just no. small area. And the the ones that are coming on now, after that early blossom in rod, I think Kevin that said that's what his was. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, right? I always water them with the Epsom salt water. And this okay. year, I don't know if I got late, and I think that's what where the blossom in rot started then, because then it quit after a while. Yeah. That's not a good thing. We don't we don't like to put tomatoes on there that have that uh, blossom in rot on them. So, Calvin uh, uh, had that experience, and... And you had the experience, too, but uh, I think it mainly had to do with the weather. Yes. But, it was so uh, dry, could, and then we had all that rain, and then it stopped yeah. again. And right. Yeah. It had, that had what, what it had to do. Did you put the Epsom salts on there this year? Yes, I did. I watered them with Epsom salt, but that was till later, so I was kind of late with uh, putting the Epsom salt on there. Oh, okay. Did you get the Epsom salt on there before they set the first tomatoes? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, then we'll blame we'll blame the, you. You didn't have Epsom salts on there. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put Epsom salt on yours, did you, Calvin? No. <laughs> Calvin uses all his Epsom salt yeah. internally. Evelyn, we got to run. Okay. Will you call us back next Sunday? I'm sorry? Will you call us back next week? I can do that. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Evelyn. We'll say goodbye for today. Wish everybody a nice Memorial Day. And and, uh, we wish you uh, will join us next week here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Bullhardy Road. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, the end. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.